Welcome to Dub Nation, your hub for everything Utah Warriors. My name is Jeremy Jordan. Great to have you on this roster release edition of the show. 2022, almost here. We're going to talk about the roster, who's out, who's in, some of the draft picks, some of the signings, the selects, and it's going to be awesome. Ashley Bridge will join us later with some interviews, but I am joined by the stars of the show today, general manager Brandon Sparks and head coach, the MLR coach of the year, Sean Pittman. Guys, how's it going? I know you've worked a long time for this, Brandon, especially on the roster that we're going to release today. Yeah, exciting time. Uh, excited to see what happens with 2022. And I think that we put together a really, really good group of players to help Sean and Sean and the rest of the staff be successful. And Sean, these are the guys who you'll coach and you'll deal with. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we're looking forward to it. Brandon, Brandon uh, and the organization has done a phenomenal job at putting a really good roster together. And I think we uh, put a really good foot forward this year. Okay, let's talk about uh, position by position. We'll start with loose head prop. So Franco Vandenberg's back, Ali Khalifi's back. And third-round pick Emerson Pryor will join that group? Yes. Uh, you know, I think I've mentioned it before on Dub Nation that we think uh, Emerson was a steal of the draft. Uh, credit to Sean. He was actually the one that put him on our radar. He's part of that U uh, or the Canada setup up there, uh, playing for uh, their development team. And, and I think that he'd be a, a special addition to us. And Ali and Franco have been really solid. Yeah, they're phenomenal. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of great getting two veterans back. And with the leadership that they bring to our team, it's, it's going to be really important, especially from up front. They'll be better at loose head prop than my voice is today. That's a guarantee. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Hooker. So, Sama Malolo's out. That's obviously a big story. Uh, MLR first teamer, uh, 11 tries, tied first in the league last year. Yeah, uh, I think you're actually getting to break that news right now. Yeah, he won't be returning. Uh, he had uh, some opportunities over in Australia that he felt professionally was the best for him. Um, we're trying to support him the best that we can. Uh, he is a big loss, but I also think that we've had some hookers that are currently on that team that can produce just as much as a unit, uh, but maybe not individually, but will still be extremely successful and it's still a, a strong group. Tuvete Vungakoto's back, Chad, Chad Goff, the newest Eagles, back capped against the All Blacks, which is pretty cool. And then Joey Baki, uh, an excellent player, first-round pick, ninth overall, will join that that uh, hooker group as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's awesome, especially having Joey Baki, a guy from Michigan. You know, Brandon knows very well. And uh, having an individual like him, especially transitioning from back row to, to hooker, um, it will be challenging at times, but I think he's very much up to the challenge. His throw has improved, played for the USA Selects. Uh, and then two and, and Chad as well. Like those two individuals are phenomenal, and I think they bring a lot to um, a lot to the expansive play that we want to play, especially with our hookers. And then Chad getting healthy. I know he's banged up for a while last year. That'll be good too. And two's played in the World Cup. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. phenomenal. It's a pretty good group. Okay, tight head prop. Uh, Alex Tucci signs with Dallas, so he's moved on. We'll miss the uh, Tucci time videos, <laughs> yeah, we're which were great. Well, yeah, yeah. Angus McClellan, second team all MLR guy. He's back, super solid. Maybe the most underrated tight head prop in the league. Uh, Paul Mullen, of course, the Eagle. And then Elijah Hayes, who was a pick, uh, you know, two summers ago. He'll be in the mix more this year, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elijah was with the, the USA Rugby Academy all summer. Performed really, really well uh, from the one game that we saw and then was projected up into the selects. And I think that tight head position is extremely important to the success of the team. And, uh, you know, those three gentlemen are, are, are rock solid in that position. And Sean can probably expand on a little bit more about the role that they'll play with uh, with the team. Yeah, I mean, I mean... I mean, think about Angus, who's been here since the start, and Paul Mullen, who joined us last year. Paul Mullen going through a couple injury things last year that, you know, kept him out of the team for small bits of time. Uh, and Elijah and his development, I mean, you got to give the kid credit. Like, over the last year, he's developed so much um, in lots of aspects, not only as a rugby player. And uh, I think I'm just really looking forward to what he can produce this year for us. And 
you know, with the leadership from Angus and, and Paul, it's going to be good. It's always good to have kind of that, that third string guy in the mix with the USA, yeah. the high development camp, which was great. And I think it's important too, that we like identify that Elijah, I think we just celebrated his one year anniversary of being an actual rugby player. Mm-hmm. So like for him to be one year into it and accomplish what he's done is, is phenomenal. And he, I think he's the right guy for, for that job and the future for us as an organization. Yeah. And that's part of what the Warriors have done successfully to your credit is develop young guys who may be off the radar, right? Uh, and Elijah will be a part of that. That's mm-hmm. exciting. Okay, Locks uh, asked for time goes to France. He was an all MLR second teamer. And then Matt Jensen retired. So certainly some, some guys to fill in. Exciting news. Regan Leslie comes in from Australia, 6'7", 235, uh, 21-year-old who's attracting Super Rugby franchises. Mm-hmm. He's with the Utah Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, we, we identified him just through kind of the scouting network that we've set up. Uh, you know, young kid, played uh, out in rural Australia, which kind of let him go under the radar for a lot of the Super Rugby teams. He's recently been brought into Sydney and is playing with a team out of there. And yeah, he showed really well in film contact-wise. I mean, he's a big, tough country boy which, you know, we wanted to get more mobile, more athletic, and, and he checked a lot of those boxes for us. The fact that he's 21 years old and he's already getting interest uh, from the Super Rugby and also from the age grade of Australia uh, was, I think he, you know, he was a really strong pickup and a, and a steal for us. And then Jamie Lane, uh, 6'7", Kiwi, played minor 10, New Zealand U20 guy. Yeah, phenomenal. I think this is a great pickup for us. And, you know, it's, um, it, it shows the connections that we've built all across the world to get an individual of his standard, especially playing for uh, New Zealand U20s, um, and then just him playing for Auckland as much as he has. Would have been great to see him play a bit more this year with Auckland, mm-hmm. but the lockdown has kind of uh, shut down Auckland's rugby. Uh, he played a ton last year, which was which was great, and uh, watching those films really gave uh, made me excited about the our mobile pack that we'll have this year. Yeah, and we actually owe Jamie Lane a uh, uh, debt of gratitude mm-hmm. because we don't get Robbie Abel without Jamie Lane mm-hmm. and vice versa. Robbie was actually the one that uh, put Jamie onto the radar for us. And then through a conversation with Robbie, and that's how Robbie ended up on our coaching staff as well too. So kind of got a two for one deal yeah. there, which is, which is a nice little pickup for us. Yeah. Let's talk about Robbie. This is the first time we've addressed kind of Robbie, the mm-hmm. new forwards coach. Uh, you were handling that last yeah. year. Now you get to actually just be the head coach. Yeah. What a pickup with Robbie. Oh, I mean, yeah. Phenomenal. Like getting that signing, especially having another young coach with Sean, myself, uh, Robbie now, Matt, you know, and our staff. We have really young staff, and it's really great to see individuals like that. Just kind of, we're just going to come in and work super hard. We're going to do what we can do. Um, and I think he brings in a wealth of knowledge and talent. Uh, it's going to be good to see him challenge us as a group, as a coaching group, and, you know, really as an organization, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a strong addition. Uh, you know, we actually, we were talking to him, and he's like, oh, are you looking for anything else? And I said, actually, we're looking for a young forwards coach that maybe needs a year to to go somewhere and develop. And he's like, well, actually, that would that would be me. And I was like, oh, well, well great. And then we started kind of a, a brief interview process, but he checked those boxes. Uh, you know, he wants to be a, a coach. Uh, one thing that we always look for in our coaches is we want strong educators and he's really passionate about delivering and, and communicating well the messages and, and building up athletes 
But more importantly, like we've accomplished our goal of giving a, a young coach an opportunity to develop their craft in a professional setting that then we can turn back to their union and their team to, to be successful. And that's what we're trying to build here. And that's the cornerstone of what we want to do. That's exciting. It's great to have Robbie on the staff. That'll be awesome. Okay, continuing with the locks. Yuri Van Buren is back with his excellent hair, and Sai Uhila, who's one of the OGs here. Yeah, I mean, I mean let's just go with the, the latter. I mean, Sai, you know, phenomenal man. Great impact player from the bench. Uh, I'm excited to see what he can do this year, especially with the work that he's been doing in the offseason. The guy looks like a different beast right now. He already and, looked like a beast before. Yeah, I know, but he looks completely different now, and he's going to bring a very different aspect of his game this year. So I'm really excited to see that. Yuri, another phenomenal individual who you'll probably see in the in the back row as well as the second row. So Yuri's done a phenomenal job for us over the last couple of years. He's played almost every minute of every game, and you know he's he's just a workhorse, and he brings such an impact to the game. Yeah, one of the top uh, forwards in the league. Yep. Ashley Burge is with the program as well, and she is with Sayoela. This is the five-year mark of the Utah Warriors, and you've been here every step of the way. What has the growth of the organization been like over the past five years? Um, it's been, it's been uh, amazing. I mean, since I've been here since day one, uh, as far as fan pace and stuff like that, rugby wasn't, I mean, club rugby was, you know, the only thing that people know here in Utah. But w since they found out that there's a professional rugby, it's obviously from year one to year five, I mean, to this past season, year four, it's been crazy. I mean, we went from like just a couple thousand to almost 10,000 people showing up to the game every game. And, uh, you know, the boys deliver the message that we wanted to deliver this year. And hey, we'll look forward for another season of filling this stadium. So. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Let's talk about the growth of the league. There's 13 teams this year. Three teams in each conference are fighting for a playoff spot. What has the growth and the competition in the league been like? Uh, it's been quite crazy as far as, I mean, it, it, in year one, I feel like we were trying to catch on to, you know, speed of some teams and stuff like that. But at the moment, like every team's are competing in a high note and stuff as far as speeds and physicality, which is great, you know, and then, um, like you said, there's 13 teams this year. There's a lot of uh, physical activities going on, and I'm excited for that, you know, especially Dallas. Excited to play against my guy Tucci over there. That's a, you know, that's a, a great thing to look forward to. So, yeah. Well, in general, season's approaching. It's right around the corner. You know, you talked about being excited to play Dallas. What else are you looking forward to this season? Um, you know, we we came close this past season, and we feel like we have an unfinished business to finish. Um, and I feel like... Uh, with the players that we have this coming season, we can we can bring it together, and uh, hopefully we'll bring the championship here to Utah. So. Well, we all believe it too. Thank you for your time. All right, thanks, Ashley. If season tickets aren't your thing, the Warriors are offering flex packages. Get your founding members package or new faces packages, which includes a ticket to four Utah Warriors home games for as low as fifty-two dollars. Okay, joined by the general manager Brandon Sparks and the head coach Sean Pittman. Let's continue to the back row. So six, seven, and eight flankers and eightmen. Lance Williams, Bailey Wilson, the captain, Thomas Tuabout, and Mike Gieselman are back. Yeah, I mean it, it's really great. I mean we have such a solid domestic back row, and it's quite impressive. I personally think we have one of the best domestic back rows in the league, and uh, I'm really looking forward to that group working together as a cohesive unit and challenging each other for starting spots. 
I mean, you start from Lance's ability to carry the ball, offload, his defensive ability, his high tackle rate, Tommy, his big hits. We saw that against San Diego, um, um, as well as Bailey Wilson's leadership, his constant work rate. For even being a smaller smaller guy, I mean, he still packs a punch. And then Mike Eiselman, finally, to, to finish it off. Like, the guy's an absolute workhorse, and uh, I think this is going to be a really big breakout year for him. Yeah. Yeah, Bailey, Bailey did a great job with captain down at the Selects. Uh, Mike is a Selects graduate. Uh, from our internal pathway, uh, really showed out through the selects and then earned his time mm -hmm. last year getting out of that MLR squad and, and contributing in some pretty significant ways, right? Yeah, massive ways, massive ways. Not even only on the field, but culturally as well. Yeah. And with Photoshop on this very program. Yeah. Right now, he's been great. Yeah, he's been awesome. Okay, those are the forwards. Let's go to the backs. Uh, some big news, Michael Baska and Fraser Hurst are not returning to the Warriors. Yeah, uh, both of them, though unique situation, kind of had the same theme for their departure. It was family motivated, which we totally supported and understanding. Uh, you know, there's significant losses, especially Michael Baska that really has emerged over the last two years to, to not only put his hand up as, as a key contributor for us, but also for the USA uh, as well too. So that's a massive loss. But uh, I think with the additions that we'll talk about here in a second, uh, they, I think we've gotten some definitely strong output coming in for, for what we've lost as well. Yeah, we'll miss those guys. Basket with the uh, Eagles this offseason was awesome. But uh, let's talk about the new guys. Exciting. Niall Saunders, a scrum half from Ireland, uh, 24 when the season begins. He's been in the U18, 19, 20 uh, national team uh, levels. Yeah, I mean, like, Niall is a phenomenal athlete, and I think he's a really big add to our team, especially the style of rugby that we try to play. Uh, he's a great defender. I mean, he plays sevens, so he's going to be elusive. Uh, great skills with ball in hand and a great left foot. So I think that him just personally, especially playing for the U-20s for Ireland, uh, being on the Harlequin setup since he was, oh, gosh, what, since he was 14, you know, playing U-14s there, yeah, he's going to be a really good ad for us. Mm -hmm. And like, two, his dad was an international captain for Ireland as well, so you're getting a pretty good, strong lineage there. You know, Sean Davies has been pretty vocal about, uh, he draws a lot of his attack inspiration from Harlequins. So being able to bring a player like that over who has incredible metrics and was really successful, had some, you know, health concerns that he's worked through and, and accomplished, which made him available to us. And we were really excited to sign him, especially because he, he likes playing that all-out, fast-paced attack, which which is what we're trying to achieve here. Did he connect with Paul C.K. over the former warrior with Harlequins? There was a conversation there, yeah. There might have been a little nudge-nudge, hey, why don't you look at Utah uh, awesome. combo for, for uh, help, helping us out. So. And did Paul Muller complain that he was the only Irishman? We don't want too many Irishmen. Yeah, 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 so, so many. Right? <laughs> okay, look, then let's talk about the other scrum half coming in. Uh, Joni Vatu Wali Wali from uh, Fiji, 21 years old. Uh, this guy is going to be an awesome addition as well to this program. Yeah, I mean, especially with him and his recent uh, appearance for Suva, not recent, but a while ago, appearance for Suva at such a young age. I mean, he's a phenomenal player, and I think he adds to what, what we're kind of losing with Frazier, um, the elusiveness, the high-speed pace uh, at which he plays, and he's going to be really dangerous around the ruck. So especially with some of the attacking stuff that we're trying to bring in, uh, it will be interesting to see how he goes, uh, and I think he's going to go really positively for us. Yeah, and the great thing, too, is 
is that he's pretty versatile. He can play pretty much all through nine through 15 as needed. He's extremely young. He was a standout out there for, uh, for the Fiji school competition as well as the Suva. And I know that he was getting some sniffs as well for super rugby, which, you know, made him a huge grab for us that he kind of fits that mold of a young up and coming player that we try to target yeah. that, that needs that quality game time that we can provide here in the MLR. So yeah, he checked a lot of boxes and the kid's super excited to come here as well. Lyle and Jonah are going to be awesome additions. Danny Christensen is back mm-hmm. as well, who played really well at the end of the season in the playoff push when you needed it. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I can't say enough about how much I appreciate Danny and the efforts that he put in last year. Um, not only like culturally and the impact that he made for us, but on the field and how much work he did on the field with Sean Davies and all the extras that he did. I mean, he did a phenomenal job last year for us, and I'm really looking for him to continue that impact. Okay, scrum half will look a little different so yeah. for those additions. Okay, fly half, Hagen Schulte, not coming back. Yeah, uh, he had some business opportunities down there. Him and his missus bought a house. Uh, you know, we wish him all the best. He, I don't think we get to where we're at success-wise without him. Uh, you know, he was always an older player. Culturally, he was a very strong architect for us. Uh, kind of kept everybody on straight and narrow, drove a lot of things, and, like, he will be sorely missed. You know, but at the same time, he's at that point in his life where, where he's ready to transition and, and, you know, do the do the old man rugby thing, which is good for him. But, yeah, we've made some we made some signings there that we think are going to help out a lot. Yeah, let's talk about Mick O'Gara, fly half uh, from Ireland uh, with Leinster, USA eligible. Mm-hmm. He's going to fit into that group at fly half now. Yeah, I think one of the major things Brandon and I spoke about in the beginning of the like beginning, beginning of the signing cycle was that we need to find U.S. qualified guys, especially finding someone of his caliber, especially in Leinster setup, being from all those age grades from U U seventeen all the way to U twenties, playing, uh, getting invited and playing for the U twenties of Ireland. Like we've we've actually kind of found a gem for us, but not only for our our national team as well. So it'll be good to see him playing in that 10-12 versatile role, playmaking role uh, here with us. So more Paul Mullen appeasement uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it was actually Paul Mullen that put him on our radar. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the Irish connection there. Yeah. Yeah. And then Cliven Lobster is back, who kind of battled some injuries, but when he was healthy, he was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal player. I mean, he played mostly last year fullback for us, but this year we're looking to transition him into 10 where he plays for Namibia. I mean, he's lightning. Yeah. The guy's lightning, amazing skills, great kicking ability, and that's that's kind of, you know, the, not the replacement for Hagen because, you know, it's never quite the replacement, but in regards to kicking, like, they're, they're quite the high or similar standards. So it's going to be good. Yeah. When we watched the film on him from the pre, uh, the recent uh, Stellenbosch competition that they had down mm-hmm. there, and he looked phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He looked stronger, bigger, uh, everything. Uh, I think we all saw the, the Instagram video with him hitting the behind-the-back yeah, pass and set the try. So, yeah, we're really excited to have him back, and I think he, he's going to continue to, to make himself a bit yeah. of a legend here in Utah. Yeah. Okay, on to the wings. Uh, Josh Whippy and Tanata Lauti uh, are out. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, you know it was just one of those things that we wanted to transition into uh, some younger uh, players to get some more experience, and I think we've accomplished that. I think you know the the Warrior found, the Warrior organization owes a lot to both Josh and Nata, and we thank them for that, and they were instrumental in everything that we've done. Uh, but it's time to like let these let these young stallions out of the old uh, you know horse carriage and let them run around a little bit. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about who's back. Mike Tay, of course, MLR Player of the Year. He was incredible. Joe Mono is back, and uh, Mika Cruse who had six tries last year. Yeah, I mean, like think about that those two, those that wing comparison or 
pairing. Um, I think we have a very, one of the best wing pairing in the league where we're going to have some electric play, especially how often they work off the edges. I mean, Mikey Teo just alone as player of the year, like that's phenomenal. And we get to keep him and we get to use him in the way that we want to have him work off the edges a bit more and let him do what he does really well. Mika Cruze playing for the U.S., getting capped as well. Another talented individual. And then Joe Mano, we only saw a small glimpse of him last year. Small glimpse. This year is going to be a huge breakout year for him and what he's able to actually do on the pitch. It's crazy to think of the impact that Mikey and Mika had on the wings in terms of what that team looked like last year, the speed and the offense and the comebacks. And it was so fun. And then Joe got that knee injury. He's come back from the injury. It's going to be loaded. It's yeah. going to be exciting. You know. Okay, we'll keep an eye on the Utah Warriors social media post and uh, email for holiday deals as we start this Christmas season. There's going to be some great opportunities to get merch, to get tickets, and all that kind of stuff. Okay, let's move on to inside center. Tyler Fisher is back. Uh, Derek Ellingson is out. Yeah, uh, Derek, you know, was struggling with an injury that was unbeknownst to us before we drafted him. Uh, you know, he needed to take another year to kind of rehab it, which you know, we were in support of. Uh, and, you know, we hope we wish him all the best and he'll continue to work with uh, our S&C Medical to hopefully try to get him right and have him back for us with us in 2023. Mm -hmm. And Tyler Fisher's so good. He's the only guy that <laughs> we'll talk some likes yeah. in a minute and how yeah. they play in the yeah. Tyler Fisher's so solid. Yeah, he's a solid athlete and he does a phenomenal job for us. I mean, he is... A bruiser, and I think it's it's great going to other MLR teams and asking like, who's your who's your center? Like, who is that? Who's that guy? And you know, people know him around the league as as um, one of the big dominant athletes and really dominant ball carriers in the league. Yeah, and I think it's important to note, like you know, congratulations to him and Danica too. Uh, oh, the first, yeah, yeah, first child. Yeah. So yeah, he'll be. He'll, it's nice to add one more to the Warrior Nation like that. Absolutely, and did it in the off season, so it can be ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they planned it. Timing. They planned it well. Yeah, huh? Timing matters, right? Okay, outside center Calvin Whiting's back. Uh, ended up returning to the Eagles last year on that trip to Europe, which was great. James Fafale, he was fantastic, uh, and then uh, Logan Tango. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, Logan, we've seen him doing well with the USA 7 setup, so that's kind of going to be a dynamic situation to see how it goes. You know, realistically, we're going to support him on whatever he chooses to do. Uh, you know, one of our goals is to develop uh, Eagles, and, and Logan is really the mm -hmm. first uh, example of that. Uh, I think we've helped a couple of players re-identify themselves, like Chad and, and uh, Calvin, but but Logan is what we're trying to do here with the Utah Warriors and to see what he's done in Dubai, uh, both last weekend as well as this upcoming weekend, it makes us pretty excited. No, it's exciting to get an individual of his caliber, you know, especially the impact that he made last year initially. Um, and then having his, you know, second chance with playing internationally and stuff like that. It'll be, it'll be great to see him progress especially in that sevens. Mm -hmm. So he played at Washington State and he's a DN yeah. and he tried, you know, CFL and whatnot. And then he ends up just kind of playing in what, like a touch little situation out here. And then you guys are like, he's pretty good. Yeah, we were actually, uh, it was Sean Davies and I were at a like, Division three club game. And we're like, Who, who's that kid? And uh, then we finally found out his lineage, like his brother is, you know, was won rugby town, I think, seven times as a captain of our Army Sevens team. And he had a little bit of rugby experience. And, you know, we invited him into the selects. And, you know, fair play to him. A lot of those crossover athletes sometimes struggle if there isn't that incentive of money or anything like that. He came in voluntarily, worked hard, earned the opportunity. And then, like, you started to see his contribution late into the season as well, too. So, yeah, it was awesome to support him. and But more importantly, it was awesome to see him support us as well. And, and give a lot of himself to the program. Yeah, we'll see what happens mm -hmm. with him in the seventh. Best of luck to Logan. Mm -hmm. Okay, fullback, last but not least, uh, Caleb McAnee 
uh, a Kiwi, 25 years old, versatile with fullback flyout. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's done a phenomenal job this year, especially coming off an injury for Hawks Bay. Um, you know, he plays fullback, uh, plays 10 as well. So, you know, his kicking ability is there, his playmaking ability is there. And, you know, I think we're, he's really growing into um, himself as a player. So it'll be good to see him come over here, um, you know, give him some reins to have some fun and enjoy his rugby. Um, and I, I think he's really going to enjoy it here. Yeah, he was one of those players that we actually targeted in 2021, uh, but he was involved in the Highlander setup and with the log jam there that was with their depth chart at 10 and 15, he was getting a whole lot of time, which you know made him another good fit for us. He's 25 years old. He has a chance to come over here, get a lot of minutes, get a lot of film and, and potentially get seen. And, you know, he he is going to be a difference maker for us. And he will be really exciting in, in what we've seen from him on film in, in, in years past. And then Connor Burns, one of the draft picks from Mighty Lindenwood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Connor Burns, he played for our selects this this, uh, this fall, and I think he's done a great job coming here, coming early, putting in the time and effort, working in the office now as well. Mm -hmm. So it's it's great, to, it's great to have him here and great to chat to him a bunch. Um, he's just a really good kid. I think he provides something that, you know, sometimes we lack. Uh, or the last couple of years we've lacked in the backfield in regards of height, you know, and, and challenging for the ball in the air. So uh, he has a great kicking ability, good with ball skills. So he'll be a great addition as well. Yeah, nice thing is to have time, some time here to grow. Uh, we've seen the, the embarrassment of riches that we have in talent-wise in the 15s mm -hmm. and even the whole back three. So he won't be pushed mm -hmm. to be the man right away, which I think is going to only benefit him long-term-wise. And I think he also becomes a USA eligible if we do the paperwork uh, at the end of next year. Okay, awesome. Looking forward to that. That's the roster, but uh, Ashley Burge has more with Connor Burns. Utah's second round draft pick for the 2022 season. Connor, we're excited to have you. Can you walk me through those moments of what it was like to be drafted into the MLR? So it was a bit nerve-wracking when your you know, name's not coming up and stuff, but um, I was really excited when Utah picked me. I came here Monday out and fell in love with the place and the team and the staff, and yeah, I'm very excited to start my journey here. So you've been in Utah for a few weeks now. What's it been like for you? How do you like Utah? Oh, it's amazing. Just looking around, you know, mountains everywhere. Um, Everyone's been very friendly. You know, I'm just getting my bearings a little bit, exploring the city and stuff, and yeah, excited. So some of our fans know you, some of them don't. Let's fill everybody in. What are you looking forward to most this season? I'm excited to be a bit of a sponge, I think. Um, just learn from the guys around me and, you know, try and grow my game as best I can. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited to get this start of, of my journey going. Well, we're looking forward to it. Thank you. All right, thanks, Ashley. Let's talk about the selects. That's such a big part of what this team does with the pathway last year produced several starters. Um, how many players are we talking about for how many spots on the uh, senior team? Here? So there was about 10 that graduated that we're going to bring up in there. Uh, we know we're not really going to cap it on how many players will make it to the MLR roster. We're going to leave it up to them to really perform and, and put their hands up for the reason why. But yeah, like you said, it's a big part of our pathway. It's something that we pride ourselves in that we get an opportunity to to take uh, local talent, and there's tons of local talent here, and give them an opportunity to be coached by our MLR coaches, our development coaches, so on and so forth, and, and then they immediately graduate from there. I think that's the one thing that makes Utah really unique to other MLR teams is the local talent that we have that can not just support a select style team, but also graduate and, and support our MLR efforts as well. You know, the selects make a massive impact in our pathway, um, especially, uh, 
on the field in November uh, or the fall. Um, but when our MLR season comes around, you know, we hope that they can perform during the season when we need them the most. Not only uh, are our fuller trainers, our training squad, but also to make impacts on our starting roster and off the bench for us. So it, it, it's a huge impact for us. It's fun to see them kind of start there and then get in and have meaningful minutes, which is pretty cool. And one of those guys competing for one of those spots is with Ashley Bridge. His name is Tomasi Tonga. My fellow Harriman Mustang, local rugby kid. Tomasi, you're coming off of a great select season. Selects went three and one. What was it like to play for the selects this year? Oh, uh, it was it was really cool. Um, we didn't really finish the way we wanted to. I mean, we wanted to win all our games and didn't really set off the best way, but we uh, rallied and finished really good throughout the season, so it was fun. That's great. Let's talk about the growth of rugby in Utah and all of the pathway programs the Warriors have in place. We have Junior Warriors now, the Academy, the Selects. What's it like to see rugby grow in your hometown? Oh, it's awesome. I love to see it. You know, it's it's really cool to see where it's come from where we were in high school and then now where it is now. So it's really fun. I like it. It's it's fun to go to the games now because now it's like a legit football game now. So it's fun. Yep, totally is. Okay, lastly, you're fighting for one of the last spots on the final roster for the Utah Warriors 2022 season. What's your mindset like going into the head of the season? Um, nothing really. It's just always been the same. Um, just go and play rugby. There's nothing really too much to go around about it. It's just go in and play rugby and work hard. Well, we wish you all the best. Thank you. Thanks, Ashley. We're excited to see what happens with Tomasi and those select players fighting for those spots. Okay, let's talk about the season and uh, kind of when you get started and when the new signings are at. Yeah, the, right now all the visas are in. You know, things are always a little fluid in our current reality of, of pandemic and COVID and everything, but we're confident we'll have everybody here by the second week of January at the latest. Uh, and at that point, we, we hand it off to old here Pittman, and he gets to run them boys a little bit. Old Pittman. Oh, yeah, I'm quite old. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting old. Uh, you know, this, you know, we start today in our, in our preseason prep uh, as our, our greater roster, and this is a big trial for a lot of select guys and our domestic MLR players. We'll all join us here. We'll start training over the next bit of time, give them a good 10-day break um, during the Christmas block. Come back January third, and that's when we're really into the work at that point. So, in that month leading up to the season, what's the challenge for you as the head coach to get the chemistry down, get the work rate down, get the what we do down with all the new signings and new draft picks and the returns? Yeah, you know, I, I think you know Matt Madison's done a phenomenal job with SNC, reaching out to all the players and getting everybody you know, kind of on the same page and hopefully up to the right standard, especially international guys. You know, some of them are still playing, so they're, they're getting regular rugby. Uh, but the guys that aren't playing, you know, Matt's there consistently talking to them. For us as a group, you know, getting that cohesive unit together is massively important. We can't force it too much, but we can start to stir the pot just a little bit to create a nice, uh, a nice meal for ourselves, I guess you could say. Well, it's exciting. It's coming up quick. Uh, training starting today, like you talked about, which is awesome. Congratulations on putting this team together. Now the challenge is to coach this team and get them ready, right? It'll be fun. I think we have a great bunch of guys, and uh, I think we have a great staff, and I'm really looking forward to, the, to not only the challenge this year with the upscaling of you know the MLR, um, but the, the challenge of a new group of players that are coming in and how we can incorporate them into something that we've already you know built to a certain extent. Okay, get ready to watch this team purchase your 2022 season tickets by going to warriorsrugby.com. Can't wait for the first home matches. Luckily, they're not actually in the beginning of February like the season. You hit the road, then you come home. It's a little earlier than normal, but it's all good. Well, thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it.
Yeah, thank you. Okay, for Brandon and Sean and Ashley and all of our guests today, my name is Jared Jordan. You put up with my super crappy voice. Appreciate it. And our crew, thanks for watching Dub Nation. Go Warriors.